All right. Howdy. I'm Eli. Hey, I'm Dan. I'm Zach. We're obsessed with movies, comic books, video games, and TV shows. This podcast is just us talking through the things that we enjoy, the things we like, uh, to get through us through the craziness of this life, um, or adulting, as we like to call it sometimes. So this is Delicious, Delicious Hot, Hot Schmoes. I think we're getting better at that. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. So this week we're talking about Star Wars, the one thing that everyone likes to have an opinion on. So we totally understand if you have an opinion on it. To be honest, you're cool, but it's not going to change our opinion necessarily. So get over our opinion if you don't like it. I know in this day and age we like to fight, but we're not here to fight. We're here to enjoy. So we're going to start off with the first thing they start out with the original trilogy. So Zach, what did you think? What did you love about the original trilogy? Uh, you know, I, I, at least I liked having the backstory, understanding what's going on. Um, they're not my favorite though. Like I felt like there was a little bit lacking on it. You know, I liked the idea of kind of revisiting it. I think what I was a little bit frustrated about in general was the fact that we started with the middle three and then went to the back three and then the last three, I just, I don't know, you know, it, it definitely didn't follow the normal, you know, process of telling a story when it comes to, you know, a trilogy or in this case, you know, six individual movies. Um, but it was, it, it was good. It was interesting. It was interesting just kind of seeing where the foundation for, you know, Darth Vader came from and for, you know, some of these other stories that I grew up watching the middle three, right? So those are the ones that I remember. Um, and so it was good to at least have some type of foundation on where some of those storylines started from, because when you're a kid, you don't really you didn't know. Right. You know, for me, Luke Skywalker, that was just like that. He just existed right on Tatooine. And that was it. But knowing where he came from and his foundation and, you know, the same way some of those other other characters was kind of interesting. But they're definitely lower on my uh, uh, favorites list. All right. Dan, what do you think? Uh Star Wars, yeah, I love it. Um, the original trilogy, the four, five, and six, was you know, growing up, that was the only Star Wars we had. Had it on tape, watched it as much as possible. You know, no school during the summers, parents both worked, watched Star Wars and loved it. all of them. They were just iconic. The Force, you know, Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader. If you don't know, that history between them then you shouldn't be listening to this podcast right now anyway but yeah they're it's iconic absolutely iconic great great stories you know going back then to the one two and three episodes i think he was just trying to make some money and didn't really think about the story too hold, much hold, hold on we'll, we'll complain about the prequels shortly wait wait hold on hold on i thought that's what we were talking about because you said the original yeah the original, the original not, so- the, not the prequels yeah. Okay, so my understanding of the way that this works, right, is the, the prequels are still considered one, two, and three. The middle, the original trilogy, the one I grew up with, of course, being three, four, and five. Four, yeah, no, I'm original. sorry, three, uh, four, five, and six. Yeah, right? the, the originals. Right, right. Yeah, those are, okay, okay, so then I, I got to change my whole, right, my whole mindset then because those are my favorites, personally. I was thinking when we're talking about the original trilogy, I'm thinking the original being the beginning of the story, which is one, two, and three, which are my least favorite of oh, them. Oh, heck no, yeah, no. Okay. So, no, yeah, no, no, no. The original you got, you got four, five, and six. Four, five, okay, and six. Okay. So yeah, we, we we need we need to have some specifics here then. So yeah. Okay. 
I was under the impression that you were talking about one, two, and three, and that's oh, why no, I, no, no, I, no. those were my least favorite. No, four, five, and six, man, I grew up with those, right? We're talking about Empire Strikes Back and the Return of the Jedi. Those are classic, man. That's what I grew up with. Those are the great ones. Oh, yeah. Those are Star Wars. Those, those are yeah. Star Wars, yeah. And yeah. I, I agree with Dan. I think one, two, and three, honestly, it felt like there was something lacking. It felt like he was just kind of wanting to just tell the story, and I, I think that his... Uh, at one point in time, I think that the, everybody asked me, "Is like, why did you, why did you do it that way, right? Why did you start with the middle three instead of the first three? And he's like, we couldn't afford to tell the story that I wanted to tell the story with the technology that was available, which I find is a load of crap. It sounded more like he just, I don't know, it seemed like more of a cop-out at that point in time. So I don't know. I just, there just seems to be something lacking in the first three. I just was not a fan of. Yeah. Well, what'd you, what'd you like think, Ali? So I... Like like you guys said, four, five, and six, that's Star Wars. That's what like really got me hooked on sci-fi. Um, watching stuff like that. Um, may, it was my childhood. My dad loved it. My dad went and saw them in the movie theater. So him passing that down on to me was and me passing them down on to my children is just something that I want to be able to do, want my kids to be able to love that stuff. Um, I know my wife will never like any of them just because you know does like sci-fi well i was gonna say she was a horrible human being but i mean <laughs> like <laughs> that too yeah that too um so i totally that that is that's star wars to me four five and six always will be the best trilogy out of all nine of them um and like you guys said prequels holy crap what was he thinking i understand like yeah you don't have the the technology to be able to do it but when they had the technology and they put out that trash i was kind of like what are we doing here why why did anakin skywalker build c3po but yet when four five and six he was like i don't know what this gold bot's doing like how how did you not know like that was the important bot that was with everybody else? And the one line that always gets pointed out by my wife and I, because she actually actually for some reason she likes the prequels. I don't know why, <laughs> but in the in the New Hope when Obi Wan meets R two D two, he's like, I don't remember ever seeing this droid before, and it's like he was with them the entire pre prequels now that George Lucas wrote. And it's just like you didn't like reference your story. Before you maybe, wrote maybe the you prequels, watched your middle three before you wrote <laughs> yeah. the first three. <laughs> maybe, uh, yeah. Honestly, I just think it was kind of a cash grab. To, and, and, and you know what, Ben Tatooine, Tatooine aged Obi Wan terribly. Like he had some road miles, on, <laughs> <six> miles <laughs> on him. This is true. So okay, so we don't like the prequels. We like the originals, the sequels. Uh, Dan, like, let's have it. What do you? I, think? I, I wanted to like them. And there's parts I thought were nice and they were good, but um, I think the issue had is it didn't have one storyteller between the three. So you you got one, what is that? Episode seven, then episode eight was a different director who wanted to take it in a totally different direction than everybody else wanted to. And then episode nine, they're like, oh, we need to fix this. So let's scramble to like recorrect all this storyline. And it just got too confusing and it, it became a cop-out to me how they ended it in, in all the end of it it's just like well that just wasted years of my life yeah i think um i totally agree i was i was super excited about it i was like sweet finally another star wars movie they can't ruin this like they ruined the prequels but apparently they can um just retelling the 
middle three stories. They just retold New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and um, Return of the Palpatine. Yeah, Return of the Jedi. So I was very disappointed. I I am one of those weirdos who actually liked Episode Eight, The Last Jedi, because it was taking it in a new direction, and I could totally understand where Luke Skywalker was and where he was going. Um, But I really thought there was going to be the ending of it was going to be so much better. It wasn't going to be a light versus dark. It was going to be a middle of the road where both light and dark. And I really was looking forward to that because that's technically what balance is, is light and dark being on the same page. But apparently they just wanted to put every single groupie fanboys favorite star wars person in this so but zach what do you think they actually had a seven eight nine <laughs> don't act like you didn't watch them don't act oh like. i did i did i did with every hope that they were going to be better than the middle three and um and they didn't have to be better than but well, it didn't have to be the same, look same they didn't even have to be on the same, same level right? just like but, a little bit know, below but, but even even with sequels, right? You you always are hoping that it's better, right? That's the whole point, right? It's it's got to be better than the previous one, and and if it the, the first one is good, then that can only mean that the second one has to be that much better because of what you have to work with, right? And a prime example, and this is probably an abnormality, but it's Terminator Two. Yes, infinitely yeah. better than the first one, but the first one's great. Granted, it was old at the time that I watched it, but first one was great. The second was even better. Um, and it didn't follow that, right? Um, I was really upset with what they did with Luke. I think that they made Luke out to be a sissy. I understand the reasoning behind it, but I don't know. They just... I'm pretty sure Luke was a sissy the whole time from what I saw in the first... In the four, I don't know. Five, I mean, six, he kind of he but... started to move forward in, in The Return of the Jedi. And, you know, granted, I know, and this is probably spoiling things, but for The Mandalorian, he certainly didn't act like one in The Mandalorian towards the end. Well, I think they uh, fixed it because thank God for John Favreau. So, well, my my yeah. point being though is like you, you, you I, I guess I expected more because of when he destroyed Vader and when he destroyed, you know, Palpatine in that fight. It just I don't know. I, I had the feeling that he was starting to move into a more powerful Jedi direction, and then when he was, you know, talking to Ray, it just I don't know. It seemed like it was just more of a cop out. It seemed like he just had kind of given up on life, and that was it, and that's all there was to it. And I'm just gonna uh, be a weird, a weird recluse on this random island. And and I don't know. I just was hoping for more, and I was not impressed visually. However, I think that the movies were stunning. The battles yes. they had, yeah. oh yeah, you yes. know, on that one sand planet with the the red and the the white, you know, uh, you know. Oh yes, that was gorgeous. You know, or even when they're fighting those waves crashing yes, all around. Yeah, the last was visually the movies were great, right? Because we're in a place where we can tell those kind of stories. But I think that you could tell that it seemed very disjointed. Like there just didn't seem to be any cohesion between the three. Oh yeah. Other than the name, yeah, right. right? That was it. And so I was really just kind of disappointed because the the middle three, the classic originals, right? The classic trilogy there seemed to be cohesion. It told one universal story from start to quote unquote finish, right? Those three. Um, This one didn't really feel that way. These three, they just seemed like they were just kind of randomly in succession, but there wasn't really anything that kind of tied them together other than a very loose thread that kind of spread through the course of the three stories, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I I don't know. That was kind of a long, long, long story, but that was just, that's kind of how I felt about it. Like, 
So, so to your point, Zach, so you talked about how uh, Luke kind of went and became a recluse and he was like off on his own, kind of doing his own thing. But if, if you look at the first three, the original three, four, five, and six, that's kind of what um, most of the Jedi did, right? They kind of, you know, Yoda went to Dagobah and he just sat there and waited for how, however long for Luke to show up kind of thing. And Ben Kenobi just went to Tatooine just to be a recluse to watch. Close to, yeah. One of the yeah. Kids. To be close yeah. to Luke Skywalker. So wouldn't that kind of go along with that whole story or it would, but the difference is what happened when Luke went to Dagobah for Yoda and asked for training. What did he do? He trained him, right? What did Obi-Wan do for Luke when he was in Tatooine? He trained him. What did Luke do when Ray went to Luke? Luke's like, sorry, peace Drink out, get out of my island. And that's what I felt was really off. It's like, even if we were talking about the fact that you're going to follow the same storyline, you didn't. You left her hanging. She was like, look, we have this. This needs to happen. I need you to train me. I need your help. Can you help us? And he's like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, yeah. I'm just going to go fishing. Right? Yeah. I was like, I, I don't know. I just, it seemed like he was copping out. And then at the very end, he just kind of like faded out of existence. It's like, I don't know. I mean, there was that one, that one hope that, you know, he, he, telepathically you know you know uh, went to that battle right and he was kind of helping out and that was really cool but you know i don't know at the end it all just felt like he just kind of didn't care anymore whereas with yoda and with um you know obi-wan they didn't they didn't follow that mindset and i think that's where it was different yes they did the recluse thing and i get to understand i understand why he did a recluse i understand why he went on the island he was probably feeling guilty and was trying to you know deal with that internally but when the world, the galaxy needed him, he just said, screw you. And, and I didn't care for the part either where it's his nephew that went to the dark side. And how did he go to the dark side? Like, you're with your uncle this entire time. Are you going to turn bad all of a sudden? Like, that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me either. It's just like, he's Han and Leia's son. Your uncle is Luke Skywalker. And you go, peace out. I don't like this. I want to go be bad guy. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I could understand that for a plot point to be able to turn him to the dark side, but I think it would have been better if it would have been gradual over that first episode, which turned him to the dark side. Or if they had some Sith in the hiding, because there's always supposed to be a Sith master and apprentice that they somehow, that would make more sense that, oh, I couldn't save him from going Sith because the corruption that happened, like even in the prequels, that was not the best way of showing corruption, but it, it was at least showing corruption of the dark side. It's not like they just go, I want to be a dark side Jedi. And, and I think to your point, Eli, it, 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 it makes sense for a plot line, but I think that there needed, there needed to be some kind of progression as to why. We, we need to visually see what made him, right? Because the one thing that, that did happen, right, is in the first three, we saw Anakin's progression, right? You could see his anger. You could see his progression from being little Annie Skywalker who wanted to be the good guy to, you know, letting his emotions drive him, which eventually ended up, moving him to the dark side but it wasn't one of those things where he just decided i want to be sith or i wanted to be dark side it just kind of ended up progressing that way we didn't see that with you know the 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 last three we just kylo just i don't know it's like i, I want to be dark side and it just didn't make sense to me either yeah. there was none of that yeah. progression there was no reasons like you had han you had leia you had luke for all reasons you had everybody there that should have been able to steer you into the right direction but yet somehow you ended up on the dark side and we don't know why all because of one one event. Yeah, it, just, it doesn't make sense to me either. And so it felt like they were just pulling in a plot line because they needed a villain, and we're just going to make this guy a villain. 
Yeah, and my my thinking always with the prequels is if they just took out episode one, and episode two and three weren't amazing, but if you just started with episode two, episode three, and made a third movie after those two stories where Darth Vader was actually hunting down the Jedi, like they said he did in the original trilogy, that would have made the prequels look better. I didn't need to see him as a kid. I don't mind the introducing him as an adult, you know, an apprentice to Obi-Wan. You know, then he goes to the dark side. And then the third movie is just him straight up hunting all the other Jedis because he didn't hunt all the Jedis. He just killed all the kids. So um, I think they needed to have the very first episode just because of Darth Maul. They didn't need anything else, but they needed Darth Maul. Because in the second one. Yeah, oh, I guess. yeah, that's true. But I think that um, out of those prequels, the best thing that came out of that was Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Um, and I absolutely loved... Um, obi-wan's character in the prequels i thought he was awesome um but yeah i mean they're the last two weren't horrible horrible but there were definitely some things that they could have built off of those first or those second and third movie yeah third (laughs) movie to be able to move forward and don't use c3po in any of them um all right so we're done with the nine all added together. So what about the expanded movie? So Solo, what'd you guys think of Solo, Dan? I couldn't stand it. <laughs> I I watched up to the point where Han met Chewie and what this is ridiculous. Like they met in a mud pit. And my thinking is, is sometimes mystery adds to a character. I don't need to see him do the Kessel run. I don't need to know where he came from. I don't need to see where they got the friendship. Just it being Han and Chewie, right, in the originals was enough for me. And having the mystery of Han being this recluse kind of badass guy was enough. I didn't need to see where he came from. What about you, Zach? What did you think of Solo? Uh, you know, I did. I did. I didn't mind it. It definitely wasn't wasn't a great like. I don't know. For me, it was just kind of a popcorn film. It was kind of cool to see the origin, the origin, excuse me, of of Han, but. To, to Dan's point, I think, honestly, just having the story that was in the the middle three, right? That was enough for me. It's like, it wasn't, there wasn't a need for, for an origin story for Han or for Chewie, right? So for me, I liked the movie in its general, like, storytelling piece of it, right? I, I thought the idea behind it was really cool, but honestly, it could have been anybody. It just, it was okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm agree with you you on that Zach it was a popcorn film I didn't mind it it wasn't horrible I love the very end of it where it showed that Darth Maul was still alive absolutely love that Um, and we can expand on that in a little bit when we talk about tv shows but um, yeah it wasn't it wasn't something I had to see that kind of worries me a little bit about the Obi-Wan tv series that's coming out just because do I necessarily need to see Obi-Wan only if John Favreau writes it True. Agreed. Only yeah, uh, but other than that, like I, I don't think it's ne- a necessity to know about where he went from Order sixty six to showing up as Ben Kenobi. Um, so yeah, I'm just because realistically, he's just on Tatooine being a hermit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I don't necessarily need to see all that. Now, the movie that I absolutely love and I feel like is the best star wars movie outside of the original trilogy rogue one 
Yes. That movie, when it came out, it made me so excited about the other movies like Solo. It made me so hyped for the expanded universe that they could do with Star Wars. And then after that, they just kind of, I mean, broke my heart with the sequels and the Solo movie. But what do you guys think about Rogue One? I loved it. I absolutely loved it. You went in there going... I know how this story is going to end, but I'm still rooting for him. And the, to do that with a movie was was amazing because you were like, I want them to survive, but I know they're not. I want them to survive. Like, get the plans, get the plans. Well, you know you, they got them because they were able to, you saw it in the original trilogy, but you were still rooting for him. And that was just, I, it was amazing. How yeah, you, I, I thought it. I thought it was. I thought it was amazing. I went in with zero expectations, right? Which is typically yeah. what I try to do when it comes to movies, but especially something that's following such a um, a large following, right? I mean, it's it's got. I don't know. They're just. I I didn't want to hype it up internally and then go in and be destroyed. And so I remember just kind of going in with zero expectations, knowing what the story was. But I thought it was great. I liked the fact that it was telling a different story within the same universe. Right. We got to see a different side of Star Wars, but the storytelling was great. The graphics were great. Just overall, you felt for the characters, right? You actually had an emotional connection to some of the characters. And I thought it was interesting seeing, you know, some of these other characters that you don't really hear a whole lot about in the original trilogies, but you, you got to see that fleshed out and you got to see that expansion. Um only to only to have your you know your your heart broken with with you know some of the other stuff that they're doing. It just it hits such a high bar, and then the rest of it just kind of hasn't managed to to make it right That's outside funny. of you know some of the TV shows, of course. But to me, yeah, that will always be the pinnacle of one of the better overall Star Wars movies. And yeah, they gave us the best droid. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. The droid itself, the attitude. Like I think that that was what's really cool. Is it's like it actually gave a robot a human personality, whereas with C three PO. Everything seemed really forced. Like it, I, C-3PO annoyed me, always. Like I just wanted to pull him apart. I always wanted to dismember him. And every time he was dismembered, I always thought it was the greatest thing that ever happened. But, <laughs> but then they never got rid of his vocal. Yeah, but with this one, I don't know. You actually felt an emotional connection. So when that robot, you know, when when, it, when, when the robot died, it's kind of like, oh man, that, that really sucks. Like it was the, hardest but the way one. that he went out or the way that she went out, excuse me. It's like, it was the coolest thing ever. It's like, you know, you're, you're starting this robot insurrection without ever really you know planning on it it was just it was kind of cool wait was that solo wait hold on i think that was solo yeah i'm sorry yeah because yeah. rogue sorry. one was alan Tyrdick, and that was yeah. just oh chef yeah. kiss Mwah. beautiful uh my kids a, loved him he's a yeah. great voice actor oh yes oh, and my yeah. kids they were attached to this movie uh at the hip in the very beginning they absolutely loved it very first star wars movie that they really really enjoyed especially my youngest i think she was like three and she loved it um, when it first came out but um so moving on from the expanding universe tv shows now i know we're going to get to the mandalorian here in a second but so did you guys ever watch any of the cartoons leading up Col- uh, clone wars and rebels i haven't i've wanted to i, I started the movie of the clone wars one where no, they no, no, like, no 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 don't even do that that's okay just, good then that's trash. probably why that's probably why i can't i can't understand i like i didn't get to watch it originally and i tried to stream it and it's very confusing how the streaming is because they always put that movie first mm, in the okay. order and I, like i started I'm like oh this is boring so i haven't gotten to see them i gotta maybe just skip over that and go into the seasons yeah yeah but, what about you zach did you ever watch any of those cartoon 
TV I watched uh, probably the first few seasons off and on of the Clone Wars. So I know some of the big story arcs, but I haven't seen it in its entirety. Uh, and I don't want to start Rebels until I finish that. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Because there's so much in Rebels that has to deal with Clone Wars. And I'm one of those super nerds who watched all of Clone Wars and all of Rebels. And I absolutely loved them. I think they were great stories. Tells an amazing story, backstory of... Um, Ahsoka, it tells a great backstory of the connection between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker and how that could be such a heartbreaking moment for them to for him to go to the dark side. Absolutely love those movies or those TV shows. I and then to add that into the allure of the Mandalorian, just oh like because of how much goes on in the um rebel series that has to do with mandalore to bring in that to the mandalorian is just amazing i think john favreau did an amazing job of that and the fact that darth maul comes back i think that was probably the best thing that could have happened to that character um did you guys ever see the the death of darth maul the like legit death of darth maul no oh man so it's like he his big obsession is fighting Obi-Wan Kenobi again or um, yeah. So um, when he goes to Tatooine to attack um, Ben Kenobi, it's like a 30 second fight. Oh, wow. It is awesome. And if you ever want to see Palpatine fighting like legit fighting, you have to watch those movies or those TV shows because there is, I think it's, uh, season two of Rebels, where he fights with Darth Maul and Darth Maul's apprentice, and it's just glorious. Like the things that they do in that is amazing. Oh, okay, well I'll check that out now. <laughs> so okay, let's get to the big one, the Mandalorian. What'd you guys think of the Mandalorian? Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was amazing. I was just bummed that they were only thirty minute episodes east and that there weren't more. Um, I thought it was cool that you got a chance to really understand uh, the backstory of Mandalorian. I mean, for nobody, for anybody who doesn't, you know, read the books, right? I mean, there is such a, a deep lore for the Mandalorian and bounty hunters and all that other stuff. But it was cool to just get a chance to see once again a different perspective of the Star Wars galaxy. Um, I thought it did a really, really good. Um, they just did a really good job of storytelling. And I think that, yeah. you know, the way that each character and each, each story was drastically different, but at the same, it still had that cohesion of, of a universal story. Um, it was just, it was a great film. I thought the second season surpassed the first season. Um, just overall, it was amazing, right? The, the characters they got to bring into it was really cool with Boba Fett. And then of course, bringing in Ahsoka and some of this other stuff was just, I don't know. Um, I found myself continually watching them back to back and would probably, you know, kept trying to, you know, of course, get my kids to watch them with me, but um, it was, it was great. No yeah, definitely. yeah. John Favreau's direction with it. And he didn't direct every episode, which is, you know, it can be done with different directors on different, on the same story. As long as someone is keeping track of it all, but it was great. And they even made fun of themselves too, you know, at some point with the stormtroopers shooting at something on the ground and missing every time. It was hilarious. They just, they didn't take themselves too seriously, but they took themselves serious enough to make great, a great show. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it was an 
since Rogue One, it has been the best thing that Star Wars has put out. And I'm excited to see where they're going forward now. I'm also worried about where they're going forward just because I've seen what they've done in the past with it. I th- I'm hoping beyond all hope that it continues to go great and it can, the story just builds and builds and builds so that they get rid of the sequel movies and make them not canon. That would be awesome, um, but probably not with my luck. I think they just need to stay away from the Skywalker story. Right, that's that's what the, the main focus has been on Star Wars, and this is an entire universe, and all we're concentrated on this one family and how messed up they are. It gets kind of tiring, and so if they they're gonna have to be careful with the Obi Wan Kenobi show, but like Mandalorian, you don't you don't hear anything about Skywalker's, and that's what's nice. I think that's the the nice relief is you don't have to worry about this family that's just completely messed up and on a reality TV show. You actually get something more interesting. Problem is, is that they brought Skywalker into it now, right? Yeah, they they did at the oh. very end there. If you guys haven't seen it again, you should be yeah. this podcast. But <laughs> well, spoiler alert, sorry, but yeah, I just I don't know. I think that uh, yeah, if they're gonna try to stay away from the name, I think that what they should have done. I mean, as cool as it was to see that side of Luke, I think they probably could have been a different Jedi at the time who really could have done something interesting without having to you know, bring in the Luke Skywalker in the original story. They could have still stayed within Star Wars, but at the same time, not yeah. been into the Star Wars storyline, right? It, it could have been another Jedi to train. Or to yeah, because what's going to happen? Where was Grogu in the, yeah. the, the, what, seven, eight, and nine episodes? Now they're going to have to figure out how to write a story that's going to mesh with that at the same right. time. Make it, yeah. yeah. I think it, it, at, at this is why I'm hoping that they retcon the entire uh last three i'm hoping that what they do is they build off that last episode of the mandalorian and they make luke skywalker the great jedi that he is and be able to train up people like grogu possibly to kind of lead that last trilogy where he becomes both he becomes light and darkness where there is a balance he can use his emotions to be able to help people and love people and do those things rather than just it's either black or it's white there's no in between i feel like i think that and bringing in ahsoka to be able to like if it would be awesome to see them and ezra bridger from the uh rebel series to be able to grow up grogu and teach them all these different things where he is a and you could use those characters in every single episode luke skywalker the first one ahsoka the second one ezra bridger in the third one and it's just a melding of light and dark where they're both mo i mean all three of those characters have been on both sides at one point so why not bring all three of those into the final trilogy and say this is how we're going to do it and by the end of it grogu or whoever is going to be both they can use their emotions and they can use it to bring balance to the force effectively. So, yeah. Oh yeah. And I gotta make one more point back to rogue one. Darth Vader had the best ending cameo, uh, which is added onto with a uh, Mandalorian, the Luke Skywalker one. Right. So yeah. like I said, those are the best that have come out um, and the best use of the star, the original three star Wars lore to be able to bring them together. So, but like I said, this is a podcast of us just talking about things that we enjoy that gets us 
to think about things outside of the craziness of adulting life. Um, so we really appreciate you guys listening in. Hope that uh, you guys listen next time. See you guys later. Later. Later.